In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. So now to the second show in the series. And it's me again, it's just Jack. Um, if you haven't listened to yesterday's um, Sunday show, we previewed the quarterback, the off-season. And what we're doing here is I'd recommend jump back and listen to that one first. We're just kind of looking ahead to players on the roster. Are they like to be here? Are they like to be elsewhere? Who comes back? What might they do in free agency? What might they do in the draft? Um, and just that kind of setting the table for who's playing for their career with the Browns, who's playing for their career with the NFL, um, and sort of where everything's at. So we're just going to go position by position. Nice short shows this week. Um, so make sure you come back tomorrow for the next spot. We are going to head off to wide receivers tomorrow, which should be pretty juicy. Um, but today we're doing running backs, followed up, following up quarterback yesterday. So with this here, Chubb's back. He's going to be the starter um, after this season. He's got two years left. Um, and fingers crossed, I think he sees out that deal. Probably going to be tough to get a third deal um, purely because it's it's just the way the NFL goes. Once running backs, they get over that 28, injuries start to happen and it's tough to sustain. While some team might pay him, I think the Browns are going to look at a model where it's like, maybe we don't want to put quite that much money into him. And that might be the issue. Obviously, he could lower his demands. Um, but if some teams out there is going to still pay him top running back money when he started his likely decline at the age of, what would he be, about 29 then? It might be the case where he's on another team. So just one to keep an eye on. I think he he's certainly finished off this season. And I think it's probably two more. And that might be the end of his time with the Browns. Um, it's just the way the position goes. It's a shame he's not, uh, like, I'd love his level of play from a quarterback and we could have him here until he's 40. Um, but it, it's just not the way for a running backs. So next we go on to Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt has been disappointing this season. That's probably the politest way to put it. Um, obviously asked for a trade, which I have no issue. Once a player goes into their final year, all about getting paid, especially with a high injury and sort of, declining position like running back he's not played well missed nine games last year and he's going into free agency this coming off season where there's so many good running backs going to hit the market obviously some might get re-signed but it's not where you want to be you want to go into free agency where there's say two or three good running backs and there's four or five teams want them because that's the only chance you've got to get of getting a good deal so where he probably wants seven and a half, maybe around sort of Leno Fournette money, where sort of James Connor landed, he's probably not going to get it. Um, and that's going to be disappointing for him. But I, I still think he's somewhere else other than Cleveland. If his price plummets and he just can't get money anywhere, and he's talking about three and a half, four million, could the Browns front office do it? Maybe. I'd be disappointed in him if they did. But it's something to keep an eye on. And I, I think this comes very much down to the equation of what Andrew Berry's spoken on before of um, sequencing contracts. You had Hunt on a 
veteran deal, you had Chubb on a rookie deal. Now, Chubb's on a veteran deal. You need that rookie behind him. So I expect this case that Hunt's gone. Um, shame he wasn't traded in a way because it would have helped the room moving forward because Dearness Johnson's the next name. He's also a free agent. And if he would have had the sort of second half of this season to play, I think it's easily one where they could get a deal done because Jonas Johnson, obviously a lot less sort of knocks and everything because he hasn't played as much in the NFL as someone like Hunt or Chubb. And I, I just think the relationship's probably so soured by the end of this season, it's going to be tough to get him to want to come back. I think the route to him doing that is if he goes out there and he looks at the market and he's like, there are so many running backs. The Browns are going to offer me two million. Um, I might just sign that on a one-year deal. So so don't rule out Jonas Johnson. But if another team offers, I think he's gone. Um, but with the market so saturated, there is a chance he comes back. And I think he'd be the ideal player to have just on cheap one-year deal while they just get some rookies ready behind him. Because the Browns, all four year, all three years of Andrew Berry have gone into the season with four running backs or three running backs and a fullback on the roster. And even this year they did it. And we're not counting Felton. Felton's a wide receiver. Um, but when Ford went to IR, they just kept with three. So it could certainly be one where they're just happy with three. They've got Kelly, who will probably be back as a, a practice squad stash next year. And he's the sort of guy, hey, you can call him up, you can find a street free agent who can come in and be the backup's backup if something happens. So they're not going to be that worried. So I think there's a case where Jonas Johnson comes back and I'd I'd really happy with him back. Um, Ford's the other one. Does Ford get a shot? Um, it's been weird. He's gone on to IR and it's all kind of gone quiet. There was never really any sort of transparency around what happened, what the expected return time is. So one to keep an eye on there. Fifth round pick. They would love for him to sort of be that backup that you can use and then move forward. Um, so I think if it had been healthy all season and he got some time, then it would probably set up for him to come come forward and be that backup next year. But I don't think he's quite going to be there. So I think that's where you're at. You've got Chubb and Ford, definitely, and maybe for Dearness Johnson. So free agency, if they re-sign Dearness, they're not going to need anyone. If they don't get Dearness and they go into free agency and they've got Chubb, Ford and Kelly ready for the practice squad, but he's not really in consideration for being one of your four running backs. I think they could be out there looking for someone to spend, say, one and a half, two mil on. And I think Cleveland is the perfect destination if you're a running back looking to rebuild your career. Where would you want to go? Hey, I'm going to back up Nick Chubb and I'm going to run behind the best offensive line in the NFL. That's selling it pretty well. You sign a one-year deal, maybe one and a half mil, and then you leapfrog after that and you might go and then get a deal, which is, say, five million next year. Sets you up really nicely to cash in in free agency. Browns might get a comp pick back. So there's so many running backs that they get released from a team or they move on. I think they need to become the the one-stop shop where you can come and join Cleveland, get an opportunity. And if you were the Browns, this obviously in your hand signed Chubb, you've got someone like Tony Pollard that might hit the market. Um, you've got running back opportunities where you can just pick somebody up, stick them in. And with this run game that Stefanski coaches so well and 
Callahan's O-line, you're not quite going to get Nick Chubb production, but you're going to get above average running back play by just sticking any old bloke in there um, who is like showing some promise. I'm not saying you're going to get Joe me off the street and it's going to be fine, but I think that's an interesting spot to be at. So maybe a Rashad Penny um, got injured in Seattle, just wants to sign a one and a half mil deal just to get on a team and get an opportunity could certainly be a name I'd look at. We'll know near a free agency where it sort of settles down, but lots of guys out there, you could get a deal. So don't rule out Dionis Johnson. I think that would be plan A. Um, if Hunt's market collapses, that that could, but I, I think he's going to get enough that he'll be okay somewhere else. Um, Eagles, Rams, two teams that I could see making a lot of sense. And then in terms of free agents, if they don't get to honest, I think they get somebody. They don't want to risk it and only have sort of Chubb and Ford. So whether you say Chubb, Dearnest, Ford, um, let's say that's the team that go into the the draft. I think we're going to look at a fourth round pick. Fourth just seems right for me, fourth or fifth. Bring in another running back because you never know how long Nick Chubb's got. And even if Nick Chubb, they say, hey, we're going to have him for two more years and then he's going to price himself out of a third contract because we don't want to commit to that. You'd love to be in a spot where, hey, Ford's going into then year Four at that point, the fourth round pick they maybe take this year is going into year three. We actually, you feel really good if those two guys have played well. And the better those guys play, the easier it is to move on from Chubb. And you always want to set it up so that when a player's coming up for leaving, you're not there going, oh, well, we have to pay him because we've got nobody else. That's where you end up making bad roster decisions because you're panicking and you put yourself in a negative position. So, Take some few picks and then just build that room. And it could be one where they just get into the habit of they they take a fourth or fifth rounder every single year and they just don't intend to ever really extend somebody. Be a smart way to do it. If you had four guys, all fourth or fifth rounders, just cycle through. Could be the odd UDFA sneak in there. But that's a position, and we'll get onto a couple of others. I think the Browns would love to do that linebacker. I think they'd love to do it with defensive tackle. So Keep that in mind for sort of a, a strategy long-term post-Nick Chubb um, that is just a fourth and fifth rounder and just fly through them. Don't pay them. Let them rack up a load of yards, production, and then cash in in free agency with a comp pick. So ju- just one on where I think the running back room is. So come back tomorrow. We're doing wide receivers. But, hey, it, it, I'm going to call it a victory Monday. We didn't lose. Um time of listening to this I'm, I'm, I'm getting nearer to moving house then at the end of the week I'm flying out to Miami cannot wait and um, it's going to be a great game fingers crossed I actually see the Browns win in person so I'm over two at the minute if you lose again this time I don't think it's good much go Browns